Thank you for joining me today for Friday Word. I am Elle, and I want to welcome all new worshipers through the podcast. Hallelujah. Sisters, I praise and thank God for each of you. Friday Word is the day to present teaching directly from the Word of God through everyday believers called to use the TGN daily platform to serve Him by serving you in Christ Jesus. Most first Fridays of the month, you will hear from me, and by the grace of God, more of our sisters on available weeks in the future as our God leads by the Spirit of Truth. TGN Daily is currently ministering only to women by women with the hope of expanding to all God's children in the future. Now all glory to God with what he wants to join us together in from his word today. Beloved, if you are new with us today, I want to start with saying this teaching um, for this Friday is a continuation of sorts. Our Father led us through John 10 10, with the titled Ears to Hear Part 1 in December of 2020. You can find this teaching on the TGN Daily website and hopefully on a direct link in the podcast description. I just want to highly recommend that those who have already listened to have your notes ready, right? And if you haven't listened to, either return there before moving forward with this teaching because there will be some references from what our God is speaking to his children today from what he was speaking that day, amen? So whatever day that you are listening, I want you to know that this teaching and what God is speaking is for today and to help each of us walk forward with our God in spirit and truth in Christ Jesus. If you didn't know yet, Christianity is about listening and we want to ensure that God and Christ Jesus is the one we're listening to are instructed by and guided by. I believe that is very purposeful of God to start us here today as we transition to the podcast. Now, are you ready? Please join me in prayer. Faithful God and shepherd, thank you for the word today. As I read your God-breathed word and share by your spirit, I ask that you would open the eyes of the blind, our spiritual sight, and correct any nearsightedness in us of you and your ways and our standing in your son. As we listen to your word today by your spirit, help us to check the foundation by which we are building upon, Father. Is it the word of Jesus and obedience to him, or is it our own understanding? Lord, free us from all deceptions rooted in pride and falsehoods and ignorance. For the truth, who is the Son of God, Jesus Christ, sets us free. You deliver us in every way. So, Father God, we are turning to you to be our teacher today. Father, I am your daughter and depending on you to bring forth what you are speaking to each of us individually and collectively as the body for the day and times ahead of us. Lord, you are the giver. You're the giver of ears to hear, and I thank you for giving this to us so that we can receive your word in our hearts, accept your truth fully as you will allow, and bear much fruit as we grow in the understanding that you give. Jesus, draw us closer and deeper to that abiding with you always. In your name we pray, amen. Okay, so let's recap together what we heard and learned from part one of Ears to Hear in John 10. As I sat with the teaching myself, repeating it a couple of times, this is what stood out for me. 
The sheep hear and know the voice of their shepherd. His sheep are called by name. His sheep hear and follow him. And they do not follow a voice of a stranger. Jesus' uh, exact words in verses 14 to 16 read, and I'm reading out of the New English Translation. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not come from this sheepfold. I must bring them too and they will listen to my voice so that there will be one flock and one shepherd. Now for more details about what Jesus is speaking about and speaking to, again, if you have not listened to part one, Ears to Hear, um, I will. I would recommend going there or just doing your own deep study or listening to maybe your pastors or teachers who have been in that chapter to get the full context of it. But let's just start with the knowing, right? When it comes to knowing in the biblical sense, it's an intimate knowing. It's a relational knowing. So when Jesus says like, I know them as the father knows me, he's talking about that intimate knowing, relational knowing of one another, you know, knowing the way, um, you know, knowing the, knowing our habits and our ways, hallelujah, that is what God is calling us into. So first things first, let's get this clear for ourselves. Am I a sheep of the flock of Christ? What is this? Are you saved through belief in the Son of God who is Jesus Christ and what he has done through his death on the cross for you? The good news of him coming to die and resurrect on the third day to save us from our sins, hallelujah, and ascending to the right hand of the Father where he is right now, today. Now, he didn't come just to save us from sins. He came to give us life, hallelujah, which we can also read about in John 10. If this is not where you stand, I want to make clear to each and every one of us that what we are teaching today is for Jesus' sheep. He knows his own. There's no fooling or mocking God. But I do encourage you, whether you sit unclear or you know you're not a sheep yet, keep on listening because what you are hearing is the truth from the word of God. And the truth is what God works in us by his spirit to set us free, to bring us to himself through the revelation of his son, by whom I will be talking about always, but today especially, and desire earnestly for you and I to come to know and all of us to come to know more and more intimately in truth. Now, even for those who are his sheep, knowing God's voice is not an automatic change as we enter into salvation. Amen. The Lord's voice is learned just like a child grows in recognizing the voice of their parents. We do this too in the spirit and we do so by the word of God. So let's examine how often are we in the Bible and are we in it not just as duty, but through our study, our devotionals, our meditations, going to services to, to hear the teaching and the, the ministry of the word? Are we seeking to know him? 
Are we seeking to know God the Father through Jesus Christ, his son? Because if we are, God tells us we will find him. We need to know the authentic authentic voice, right? So that all the strange voices that are out there, and they are strange, we can rebuke them by the word of God, just as our Savior exemplified for us in the wilderness in Luke 4 and Matthew 4, right? There's a voice that wants to imitate God, that wants to mislead us and misdirect us. Now, it's like, uh, this is what I heard before from, from a great teacher or many teachers. It's like know, when you're trained in knowing the, the realness of a, a $100 bill, right? You're trained on knowing the authentic. You're trained on knowing how it feels, how it maybe smells, what the ink looks like, and all those good things. You're trained in knowing the authentic so that when as soon as you see the, the uh, imitation, it's clear, It's the same with God. We're not here trying to find out where all the strange voices are. No, we are seeking after the authentic voice of our God. And again, it's always going to come through the Bible, through his word, so that when people present themselves, when we hear a strange voice, whether through uh, a person or in the spirit, we know the voice of our shepherd and we do not follow another. Are we confident in our knowing God and his son and his truth? And are we seeking to grow even more? Beloved, let us not grow complacent. Let us keep seeking after our God, continuing to seek understanding as we believe God's word and learn more about his truth and who he is, whether we understand it or not. We can trust that in the right timing, with our motivation, wanting to come to know and be in just deep fellowship and relationship with our God, he is going to give us what we need, for that is his promise. You know, one thing disciples do is they abide in the word. Now, I disciple and sheep, they're interchangeable, right? Like God gives us so many identities and truth. And one thing that disciples do is we pursue to have the word abide, which is to remain, to allow it to make its home or his home for Jesus' name is the word of God in us. And this is how we grow familiar and confident in hearing his voice. Now, just to be clear, when I say his voice, I'm not speaking about some booming voice from the clouds. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) I'm ultimately speaking of his written word. This is his primary way of speaking to his children. And every prompting, every prophetic word, all of it will have to find its confirmation through the written, eternal, and everlasting word to stand. But we grow in this, right? And our God is so patient and so ready to mature us and walk with us in that maturity. And so as disciples, as sheep, we are dependent on him. Just as Jesus took on the limitations of humanity when he was in the flesh to be completely dependent on the Father, we too are called to be completely dependent on Christ in all things in this life. And disciples or sheep, they're obedient, right? They hear what the Father is speaking through through the Spirit of Christ Jesus. And they are obedient to that voice. They hearken to that voice. 
Now, obedience is good, but obedience without relationship is not the eternal life Jesus came and died to resurrect and give to us. Romans 14, 8 reads, If we live, we live for the Lord. If we die, we die for the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord. Our obedience comes from that belonging place, amen, and we belong as children, another distinction of our identity in Christ, as sheep and disciples. We are God's children, and to show love to God is to be obedient to his voice, to his commands, to his leadership and his guiding, knowing he knows best for us in all things. Now, for those of you who have joined me in the past in part one, can you connect to any of these points that stood out to me? What else do you have? I ask this because I want us to start here with what we have. I'm a big, um, big supporter, I don't know what the word is, of, of just knowing that God continues the conversation with us, right? We serve a God who is outside of time, who actually interacts with us in the time he created us for. And so um, he can speak to us about one thing years down the line, right? Because he knows how he's maturing us. He knows how much we can bear and handle. He knows where he's taking us. So I, that's why I'm always going to remind us to keep those things that were standing out, those highlights, those, um, those things that feel, that seem like reveal knowledge from God, hold on to them. Cause as we continue to hear the word and seek after our God and grow in him, he grows us in the understanding. These are the steps, and he leads us in the steps we can take in order to learn how our Father and the Great Shepherd, Jesus Christ, leads us, right? And I know for myself, I want to grow in the knowledge of our God and how he wants to lead me in this life and forevermore. Amen? How about yourself? So that was just a recap from part one. <laughs> I'm no wondering if some of you thought, was that the message? Well, it is part of the teaching, right? We want to lay down the foundation. And for I know many of you probably haven't heard part part one of Ears to Hear. So just wanted to really root root and ground us on some of the foundational parts from that message that I know the Lord wanted us to bring forth. So that that recap can set us up for our teaching for today, titled, Listen, which is part two to Ears to Hear. We've been told through John 10 in our last teaching what we need. We need ears to hear the good word of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, what do we do with these ears to hear? That brings us to listening. We are called to listen. So let's go to the verses for today. Please turn with me to the book of Isaiah. It's in the Old Testament. We'll be in chapters 51, verses 1 to 2, and then 55, verses 2 to 3. Reading from the New English Translation, we'll start with Isaiah 51, verses 1 to 2. The Lord speaking through the prophet Isaiah. Listen to me, you who pursue godliness, who seek the Lord. Look at the rock from which you were chiseled, at the quarry from which you were dug. 
Look at Abraham, your father, and Sarah, who gave you birth. When I summoned him, he was a lone individual, but I blessed him and gave him numerous descendants. And now Isaiah 55, verses 1 to 3. Hey, all who are thirsty, come to the water. You who have no money, come, buy, and eat. Come, buy wine and milk, without money and without cost. Why pay money for something that will not nourish you? Why spend your hard-earned money on something that will not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is nourishing. Enjoy fine food. Pay attention and come to me. Listen so you can live. Then I will make an unconditional covenantal promise to you just like the reliable covenantal promises I made to David. Uh, I love Isaiah. (laughs) But God, through the prophet Isaiah, again, is speaking to Israel in context, right? And the people Isaiah is speaking to are not listening. I, I don't know if you know, but many of the prophets that were sent to the people were not not loved people. They were actually despised by the people because they were bringing the truth of God's word to break them free from the sin that they were in, right? So, but God through the prophet Isaiah gave them and us today examples of saints who did listen to God, like Abraham, Sarah, and David. These weren't perfect people. They are examples of people like you and I who learned to listen, who grew in the knowledge of God and his voice as they grew in relationship with the Lord through every step of obedience and repentance when they fell short. I want us to see the mercy of God here, right? Let's go back, going back to Isaiah. In these two places, which are just two, many other times God is calling for them to listen, to turn to him, right? He's speaking to a stubborn, rebellious, stiff-necked people intent on turning away from the Lord and trying to serve him or trying to serve him in their own ways alongside their idols and sin in their lives. He he, as God, is still calling out for them to repent or turn from their sins and idols and, and sinful ways to him and listen. God calls for them to listen so that they can live. That is the heart of the Father, sisters. Our God wants us to live. What's so awesome is that we see Jesus live this out during his life on earth. And God is still speaking to us through the spirit of Christ in these very words today. Whether we're yet to believe, needing to repent, or God is maturing us through trials or wherever in testing, wherever we are in this ongoing transformation in Christ Jesus, God is speaking and he's calling us near. He's calling us to this privileged and awesome place in him where we have the God that is with his people, who wants to dwell with his people, walk with his people, be a shepherd to his people, be everything to his people. 
In 2020, I did some teaching that you can find on tgndaily.org on the parable of the sower. And one thing you find that Jesus said so many times that I believe connects to what God is speaking through Isaiah here in our scriptures today is that he who has ears, let him hear. Let him listen and live. For Christ speaks the words of life. In the listening, we come to know God and more of him. We get, the, we get to know the new covenantal promises, the inheritance we have in Christ Jesus. We gain so much in just listening and listening to agree and obey God no matter what. But why? Why is God right now and continuously, right? He's been saying this throughout the generations and he'll keep saying it until, until the end of the age, um, calling us to listen, to hear what he is saying. Well, beloved, let's go to 2 Timothy. Well, we're actually going to read chapters 3 on to um, chapter 4, verse 4, to apply what God, the why of what God is calling us to listen to today. Amen. Reading out of the New English Translation, we're going to read 2 Timothy chapter 3 and go into chapter 4, into the fourth verse, I believe. Um, and as we read, may the Holy Spirit be upon our, our hearts and minds to give us the appropriate understanding. Verse 1. But understand this, that in the last days, difficult times will come. For people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, in, irreconcilable, sorry, slanderers, without self-control, savage, opposed to what is good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, loving pleasure rather than loving God. They will maintain the outward appearance of religion, but will have repudiated its power. So avoid people like these. For some of these insinuate themselves into households and captivate weak women who are overwhelmed with sins and led along by various passions. Such women are always seeking instruction, yet never able to arrive at a knowledge of truth. And just as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses, so these people who have warped minds and are disqualified in the faith are also opposed the truth. But they will not go much further, for their foolishness will be obvious to everyone, just like it was with Janus and Jambres. You, however, have followed my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, my faith, my patience, my love, my endurance, as well as the persecutions and sufferings that happened to me in Antioch, in Iconium, and in Lystra. I endured these persecutions, and the Lord delivered me from them all. Now, in fact, all who want to live godly lives in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, but evil people and charlatans will go from bad to worse, deceiving others and being deceived themselves. You, however, must continue in the things you have learned and are confident about. 
you know who taught you and how from infancy you have known the holy writings which are able to give you wisdom for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Every scripture is inspired by God and useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the person dedicated to God may be capable and equipped for every good work. 2 Timothy chapter 4. I solemnly charge you before God and Christ Jesus, who is going to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the message or the word. Be ready whether it is convenient or not. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with complete patience and instructions. For there will be a time when people will not tolerate sound teaching. Instead, following their own desires, they will accumulate teachers for themselves because they have an insatiable curiosity to hear new things. And they will turn away from hearing the truth but on the other hand, they will turn aside to myths. Beloved, when I read that, every time I read that, I just think one for myself, help me, Lord. Amen. <laughs> like, help me, Lord. But more so, I, I can see it happening in our church right now. Amen. Can't you see the deception the, the, the running after what we want to hear as opposed to what the Lord is actually speaking. Beloved, I love that in, in chapter 3, Paul speaks specifically about women, about you and I, and how the devil's plan from the beginning to the, from Genesis has always been first to deceive the woman. And that, that assignment continues against us, beloved. How much more careful do we need to be? If you're new to the word of God, here Paul is writing, or we're getting a second letter from Paul to Timothy, who he, um, what is the word? God charged for Timothy to be a pastor in a church in Ephesus, right? To set up the foundations within that church. So as Paul is writing to this young pastor, Timothy, He's writing about believers. And so those who believe, let's listen to the warnings that God is setting us up with today. And he's, he's warning us because he loves us. He's correcting us because he loves us. You know, Paul charges Timothy what, what, what to come against all this that what the, the enemy is trying to oppose, right? To bring into the church. It is to preach the word. It is to listen to the word of God. It is to reprove, rebuke, exhort, to, to, to give the people what they need in order to, um, I love how verse 17 in 2 Timothy 7 says that so that every person dedicated to God may be capable and equipped for every good work. Hallelujah. So, Beloved, I, I, I believe that is the call that the Lord is speaking to us and setting us up, has been setting us up for, for over a year now to give us ears to hear and to listen, listen to his word, hallelujah, to listen to 
his word and no others, to follow no voice of a stranger, to follow no other objectives, no other, no other chasing after worldly desires wrapped up in religious garments. Hallelujah. This is the time for us to wake up, sisters. I would highly recommend reading over and talking to the Lord and praying to God, crying out to God to give us insight, to, to correct us and to, to help us, amen, um, through reading through these scriptures that he has set us up with today in Isaiah and in 2 Timothy, because they're scriptures that, that the Lord is speaking to us to give us life, to set us free to mature us and to correct us, amen, and to, to set us up for success in him, to continue this walk alongside and with him and never on our own. You know, I briefly shared a testimony before of hearing the Lord lead me to himself before even knowing about what we went through in 2020, right? The COVID-19 and the sh the lockdown, the shutdowns and everything. The Lord called me to seek his to come and seek his face. It was his word was so simple. Didn't mean the obeying of it was simple. There were things that scared me. It was a it was a call of faith, which he always is going to call us to in him. And I'm just so thankful to the Lord that by his spirit, I was able to obey because, beloved, I'm seeing the reward. I'm seeing some of the change. You know what I'm saying? And I don't share that with you to boast in myself, but to boast in him and how we can completely um, trust and surrender and obey our God as he leads us according to his word and by his spirit. Throughout the last 10 years of my faith in God, the Lord has allowed me to, to experience a lot of false teaching and prophecy and prophecy and um, the wolves, so to speak. What, what Paul basically is speaking about as he writes to Timothy uh, it doesn't mean that I wasn't fooled by some of these things, but I was never a victim because the Lord was with me. Hallelujah. And he was revealing himself more than the falsehood was trying to or was able to consume me. But through it, he equipped me in discerning the truth. And I'm thankful that I will continue to grow by grace and mercy and the mercy of God. And so will you. Against all the junk, Paul moves on to exhort Timothy to preach the word. And why? Because the word is the voice of God. Sisters, this is a clear check and warning for us to pay attention to today. And I want us to leave this time together as we go forth to continue seeking the Lord so that he will set us up for the success he has for us in these days, that we will actually receive it. Amen? As I was in part one, I said, let's not stop here. There is so much more for us to get. Let's go deep, sister. Seek to go deep and, and get it all. Let God take us deeper in him by his word and his spirit of truth in every way and every day in the name of Jesus. I have a couple of questions to leave with you for us to examine before the Lord in prayer. One, am I growing in the knowledge of the word of God? Are you getting sound teaching? Are you reading the word in its context? Are you meditating upon it in truth? Amen. Are you growing in the knowledge, the knowing of the word? Next, 
are you through the knowledge of the word and experience rooted in it? Are you growing in the relational, intimate knowledge of God and Christ Jesus, his son? Are you living, living the word basically? Amen. Are you seeing God um, bring life to you and the situations around you? Are you seeing the transformation he's doing through the renewal of your mind by the word? And three, is my faith about me or Jesus? Who is truly at the center of what I believe? Beloved, that's a large question, right? Because many people think Christianity is about blessings in the way the world um, defines blessings. Sisters, let's come to know what God means about our life on earth and faith in Christ. Amen. Do you know that know that what the devil was counting on is for us to not know the word of God and to know it in truth? Just reminding us again of Genesis, Eve did not know the word, you know? She had an idea of what God had said, but she didn't know it enough to stand upon it against the enemy. Many can recite scriptures and use the words and use the words of God against others, not knowing anything about the heart and mind of God that is revealed to us through Christ Jesus and his word. Let, let's not let that be us. Hallelujah. For, the full, for a full year, the Lord has been preparing me to share part two of this message with you. And I believe our God is a God of timing. So if you are listening to, to his voice through me right now, I exhort you to pay attention for the Lord our God is speaking to you. If this is a time of repentance, if this is a time to, 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 um, of renewal, whatever God is calling to you, calling each of us to today through, through these words, through the scripture, through the teaching, I ask for his help to help us walk it out. Amen. Let this be the start of a return or, a, or going to the next level of God's way and God's way alone. Ask him to direct you to those who are preaching and teaching his word soundly and in truth, who are actually being led by the Holy Spirit and not themselves or any other deceiving spirit. This is the time for us to take on the instruction for, from 1 John 4 and to grow in discernment, the discernment God wants to give us. Come on, sisters, let us rise up by humbling ourselves before our God and ensuring we are walking with him, abiding in him, coming to actually know him, are hearing him and listening to him to obey with our love that is by faith and empowered by the Holy Spirit. You know, we simply have to trust God over ourselves. He has to come first and be sought after first, his kingdom and his righteousness. That's before what is your will for me or do for me, God. It is God, what is your will? Your will be done, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. It's, a, it's about how can I give myself more to you? It's about surrender. We need to hear his words and do what he says, focused on trusting him on, in both of who he is and what he has done for us. 
and also by faith in what he has promised. Not just his promises for the for on earth, but for eternity, beloved. We have eternity with our God. Now, returning to the question I started with about, are you one of Jesus' sheep? If you have yet to believe and know the Lord Jesus, here is the word for you today. Believe, hallelujah, because it's only with faith in him that you'll be able to truly receive all that he has for you in this teaching today. If your answer is no, or you are unsure and you are already affiliated with a local church, I exhort you to reach out to your elders your leaders, your pastors, and address your concerns of your faith with them. Our God has appointed them just for this, to help you come into a saving knowledge of God through Christ Jesus and grow as disciples from there. If you are not affiliated or in any contact with a Christ-centered, spirit-filled, biblically sound church family, please feel free to reach out to me on the TGN Daily Contact Forum. And let's get you connected first to Christ in truth, based on the truth of his word, and with his flock, his family, as he will lead you. Let's pray. Oh, thank you for this part to take hold of, Father, and to continue to grow in the knowledge of you in your son, Jesus Christ, through your word, to be cleansed by your word, to be transformed by your word, Lord, to grow closer to you by way of your word, God, we ask for more. <laughs> and Lord, we do. I, I, Anyone who agrees with this, we ask for your help, God. We know we will, apart from you, Jesus, we can do nothing. And so we ask for your help. We want your fruit to be produced within us. Lord, I lift up those who believe and those who have yet to believe. God, you are the God who leads us into all truth. You're the God who, who sets up our paths, right? That it, when we acknowledge you and we trust in you, you lead us in the way. And so, Lord, I ask that you would just make that leadership clear to each and every one of your daughters today. We need you, God. We need, some of us need to know that we need you, Lord. And so in your mercy, in your kindness, God. Bring us into that true living truth today. Lord, I pray that today would be the day of salvation into the entrance into your family and the continued deliverance for those who believe. For faith comes by hearing and hearing your word, Father. So I ask that you would increase our faith. You feed us so well. Your, your food is nourishing and it's free and it's always good. So we thank you for your shepherding, the shepherding of your son, Jesus Christ, over us. Lord, with ears you have given us, get our hearing right. Tune us into the right things and people you have called and appointed to speak, to speak through your son today. I pray that each of us will increase in true knowledge, real love, and genuine faith as we seek and follow after you in all things according to your word that doesn't only satisfy, but overflows with your goodness. Father God and our Lord Jesus Christ, to you be all the glory. Amen. Sisters, as we wrap up our 
first Friday word on the podcast. I just want to thank you for allowing me the opportunity to trust in God and share his word with you by faith. I want to declare again that today is the day to hear and obey our God. His word is crying out to us from his heart to listen, but not to listen to just anything or anyone. He is beckoning us to listen to him. I hear him saying over and over, right through the scriptures, listen to me. So as he has made us attentive today, may we seek to do so in whatever and however that would be for each of us specifically and daily in loving obedience in Christ Jesus and to the praise of our Father in heaven. In the grace of Christ, beloved, until the next Friday word in the will of God, the Lord of heaven and earth loves you.